0: Welcome to MacHeads Podcast. This is your host, Austin, and today's episode is going to be on the Core 2 Duo processing chip and um, basically its compatibility in the future with Apple products and uh, most importantly, Apple software. Now, the first thing I want to go over is the release of the Sandy Bridge processors um, in the Macs from Apple and basically how that affected Core 2 Duo. Now, Core 2 Duo wasn't severely affected. I mean, it was for this, basically for the simple fact that it was um, taken off the Apple Store. Or, I mean, um, if the Macs that had Core 2 Duo were taken off the Apple Store and replaced by the Sandy Bridge processor Macs, which do, do probably run better. I do not own a Sandy Bridge Mac. Have used them, and I shouldn't say probably really, I should say they do run better, they probably run, they, sorry, they do run way better than the Core 2 Duo Max. Um, and the only thing I could think of that could really um, be just that more powerful, or as powerful as, let's say, an i5, or maybe an i7, is a Core 2 Quad, maybe, but they're not available in Max, they're only on uh Desktop PCs and maybe some PC laptops. So, basically, the Core 2 Duo is not as powerful as the Sandy Bridge processors, but it still can be used today. I'm running a Core 2 Duo right now, and I love it. I'm recording this podcast with the Core 2 Duo on the latest um, GarageBand, and it runs great. Doesn't lag or anything. Got two and a half gigs of RAM, and this um, relatively old iMac runs great. So, will Apple continue to support Core2 Duo in the years to come? Well, I necessarily don't really think that they will support it in the next operating system, because who knows, by then Intel could come out with something new. Now of course we've been using um, Intel processors for at least five to six years, or Apple has, and um, all those Mac users have. But I think the Sandy Bridges are basically gonna go down the same road. We're gonna use them for a long time. Intel will come out come out with something new, and then basically what's gonna happen is they're still gonna have um of course they're gonna have the Sandy Bridge Macs in the Apple store, and then they will slowly replace them with whatever newer technologies come out from Intel or whatever processors Mac use in the years to come, obviously. So I don't think it will be supported with the next operating system. I do think it should be supported with all of the um, Lion updates. Um, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Uh, my iMac is running Lion, so it's on 10.7.2, I believe, and it's running great. So I believe that Lion should stick around for a long time, uh, and probably two, two to four years, uh, and uh, hopefully that will be the lifespan of the Core 2 Duo for now, which is still a very long time, but um, I really feel bad for the people who just bought like Core 2 Duo Max, especially the MacBook Air and the Mac Mini over the summer, and um, look where they're at now. They Apple just went through a huge upgrade, and they're still left in the dust. Which, um, in my opinion, isn't a big deal. Core 2 Duo processors, if you have the newer ones and they're clocked, they're clocked uh, at fairly good speeds, and um, you put a lot of memory on, I mean, you'll be good. I mean, there's really no speed comparison. Uh, let's say between an i3 and a Core 2 Duo, you're not gonna really gonna see it. Uh, between a Core 2 Duo and like an i7, like the quad i7 iMax and the quad i5 iMax, yeah, you're probably gonna see a difference. Um, but most people should be satisfied doing daily things on their Core 2 Duos and even doing professional stuff. So, okay. Next thing I want to talk about is hum. Apple's support um, of AMD, like, will they ever support AMD in their Macs? And basically, I mean, I I know I'm talking weird, I'm trying to laugh here, because AMD, they make good processors, um, but they're very market-friendly. And what I'm what I'm thinking about right now is how not so friendly the Mac is to um, maybe the average consumer market, and I'm not talking, like, like the average the average Mac user, they know why they're buying Apple products some Windows users, um, they would probably, some people I'm, and I'm talking about the people who who, um I mean, computers really aren't their thing, I mean, it's not what they they enjoy doing, you know, they have a computer, they check their email, their Facebook, and that's it um, basically it's not targeted towards them, and I know that a lot of laptops of AMD I have a laptop with AMD, it runs okay but, um, as I said, it Basically hits the consumer market, the lower consumer market, where the normal people using computers are doing normal things. Um, to us video editing and photo editing is normal, but to them that's like uh, it's not even a second nature. Um, it's basically totally Greek to them. So, but um, yeah. So Apple supporting AMD, like how could that how could that work out? Well. I could see it possibly lowering the prices of Macs, but, I mean, I, it's not. Obviously, I think Apple would keep their prices up, but, um, I mean, I'm not Apple, so I wouldn't know, but I'm just saying. Uh, AM, AMD, they do have a lot of power, um, especially with with their processors and their video cards, and that that's a given, right? But, um, I don't think I could ever see AMD using, I mean, AMDs and Macs. I just don't think Apple will go down that road. For whatever reason, um, I don't really know. It just doesn't feel right, I guess, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, Intel makes some really powerful processors. Not saying AMD doesn't. AMD does. Actually, AMD makes very powerful processors. I was on Newegg. They have an 8-core processor already. And, you know, that that's a lot of power. I mean, the Mac Pros have 8-core processors, so... I mean, that... I think the PC industry is stepping up um basically how different I don't know how do I say that they're stepping up to the point where they're starting to make things different like an 8 core processor that's pretty cool and I'm waiting for a dual processor motherboard because honestly that I I um I buy max for that reason that they have different designs which usually lead up to a lot more power and that's why I use Max, because um, you can't, I don't know any boards that support two processors, I think I've probably seen one my whole time uh, maybe working on computers and looking around at parts and whatnot so yeah alright so I don't really want to get into this too much because of course Right now, I'm going over the history of processors and maybe what processors are to come with Apple. And I know that the topic was uh, is the core TDL going to be unsupported? But basically, right now we're past that, and right now we're looking into the future a little bit more. We're just guessing, guessing around, seeing what may be next, and um, what Apple has in the future. So. Basically, the Core two Duo is not going to be, obviously it's going to run out of support, um, not soon, but it'll run out of support in a couple years. Obviously, technology improves, and other technologies are left in the dust, obviously. So, now, I want to go into the next thing, which I said I don't want to go into too much, because I just did a whole episode, like 20 minute episode, um, before this, episode 4, which was PowerPC in 2011. But, why Apple should have stuck with PowerPC. Um, I have made a lot of points, and I have heard a lot of points from people about why Apple should have stuck with PowerPC. And My main thing, and I agree with this guy. Um, I forget his YouTube username, but I will definitely find it and put it in the description so you guys can go check out his um, Mac videos. But anyways, I heard him talking about PowerPC, and he's like, Apple shouldn't have dropped PowerPC because it was very unique. No other computer on the market had a PowerPC processor or architecture to it. And I think that's that, in my opinion, is basically what made Apple Apple at the time. Um, you had the the G5s, the dual processor G5s. And that, going back to what I said earlier, I like that design. It's different. It's very different. But anyways... Um I would you I would pay three grand for a Mac because they had technology in their machines that other computers didn't that were cheaper. Um I hope you guys see what I'm saying and you agree with me, and if you don't, just think about it for a while because it kinda makes it does make sense because you can you're paying the money up front like that for an expensive machine, basically because it had what no other company um, provided in their computers, and I think that Apple made the right decision um, by choosing Motorola and IBM uh, to make their processors. Um, The G5 was very powerful, and it could get most and all video editing processes done. You got the dual G4s, um, just all this stuff, all this power piece of technology. Was building up, and Apple wanted to be over the three gigahertz mark, and they really were um, striving towards that. And um, technically, they did make it with the dual processors, uh, dual one point eight. What's that? Uh, three point six, right? Yeah. So they basically had a three point six gigahertz unit. Technically, um, if you add both of the um, processor speeds up, then they came out with the quad, and then. Everything took off from there. Now, do I think Apple should have stuck with PowerPC? Yeah, I do think they should have stuck with it. But um, I think the switch to Intel was a good idea. I mean, you can put Windows on your Mac. Obviously, I'm not a big fan of that. Well, I think it's a good idea. I'm not saying I don't have. I'm not a big fan of the concept, but I'm not much of a Windows user myself. Alright, so I kind of went a little too far in there, I'm sorry about that, but hopefully it made this episode a little more interesting. Now, um, next thing I want to talk about is Core Duo. Apple dropped Core Duo, and um, when did they drop Core to Duo, I mean, Core Duo? Well, basically they dropped Core Duo this year, for those of you who didn't know, and they dropped it from their support with Lion, and um, it's not going to show up ever again, um, and Apple support list for any future operating system. So, Core Duo obviously is another um, example of how technology improves, and other technologies are just left in the dust. So, that's another thing. And PowerPC is also a great example of that, too. Alright, so, technically, Core Duo Max can run Lime, but they can only run the Lime developer preview, the first developer preview, Developer Preview 1. Um, basically I was working on a Hackintosh a Penny and 4 Hackintosh if you don't know a Hackintosh just go google it I don't want to explain it and it's a lot I don't want to be rude or anything but just please go google it and find out for yourself um, because a lot goes into it and basically the overview of it is you're putting Mac on your PC with a um, bootloader that emulates the EFI of a Mac because Macs use EFI EFI is basically the Mac equivalent to BIOS, and um, that's what Macs use. So it emulates that so it can boot Mac OS X. And if you want more info, just Google it, as I said. So, basically I was working on a Hackintosh, and um, I couldn't put on It It wouldn't let me, so it was unsupported. Even though I had um, it set to make it look like a Mac. Mini. that's what um, its specs were. I don't want to say it, um, that's what you can set to what you want to look like, like you go into about this Mac and what it is and it could be Mac Pro whatever, you can change that in Hackintosh um, to whatever machine, um, I guess, fits your Hackintosh the best so I had it set to that and had it set to Core 2 Duo now, it wouldn't let me um, install line or give me an error saying your processor isn't supported or something like that so, basically I looked around and I, I posted in a forum and they said that, yeah, only developer preview one works um, with unsupported processors and they didn't have a legacy bootloader at the time, so I couldn't use that. Um obviously the line that just came out, so yeah, so basically what I'm saying is that the core duo isn't supported and um, it's probably not gonna be supported. I don't it's not gonna be supported ever again, um, with Apple's operating systems. All right. So the next thing I want to go over, and this is a hot CPU talk, guys. So, um, yeah. Thanks for staying tuned, in if you if you download it and you listen to the whole thing. So, Xeon's future in Apple's market, and that's as simple as I can say it. Because how many rumors have you heard about the new a new Mac Pro being released? Yeah, a lot, and. If you haven't heard any, well... You, you probably don't have internet or something like that. Because, believe me... Wow, that made, that made no sense. Alright, well, basically what I'm trying to get my point across... I'm trying to get my point across that... There have been a lot of rumors about Mac Pro... A Mac Pro with an i7 processor in it. Or some type of Sandy Bridge processor. And... I'm not going to say I disagree with that. I think it's a great idea. And maybe they could integrate that like they do with the Xeons. They got... You got, um two processors, two quad processors, and, uh, I mean, that makes it a core unit. But, I don't know. I don't know what Apple's gonna do. That's up to their engineers, obviously, but... I think that Apple should stick with Xeon because, it, I mean, it's a powerful processor. It's ser- That's server-grade. That's, like, above... Ser- that's server-grade. Maybe above server-grade, but... Wow, well, I mean, that's server-grade, um they server-grade processors and they're great processors they can kick out as much information as you throw at them and i don't ever see them slowing down i see the two thousand six i think six models. yeah they could probably still run very well and um... It's, it's just amazing really so if apple could stick with maybe an improved version of the Xeon, that'd be cool um... i think they're cool computers cool processors, and the Mac Pros are definitely cool computers, Um, and that's the main reason why I think I would want to stick with that one, because I can buy a Mac Pro, and that goes back to my PowerPC concept, is that, yeah, I'd pay three grand for um, a PowerPC Mac, because no no other computer on the market has the um, technology that's in it, and that's kind of where I'm going with the Mac Pro, because, obviously, not many computers... (laughs) Have like several processors in them, so obviously that is definitely a reason to buy Mac Pro. You can also put Windows on it for all you PC people who like Windows a little more than Mac or like or hate Mac. Which I really don't know why you're listening to this, but anyways, um, if you hate, (laughs) if you don't like Apple's software as much, switch over to PC, and you have a very very powerful Windows machine and. That I mean, that's cool. You can run Windows. Um, I'm very. I think it's a very special machine. It just there's just a lot that goes into it that I think that like P PCs aren't going to get to that point for a while now, or maybe soon. As I said, I saw the eight core processor um, from AMD, but I think for Windows users that would also be an advantage, especially with people who run. Um, programs on Windows like Sony Vegas or whatever, and you don't feel comfortable using Final Cut, but you do feel comfortable using Vegas or whatever, you can definitely use those applications um, to their full performance levels with the Mac Pro. Okay, so the last thing I want to talk about and then I have a message for you guys uh, regarding the podcast, but the last thing I want to talk about is dual versus single processor now dual processor processor is either well with max is either one you have two processors um, on PowerPC max that would be on a daughter card or you have like dual, two processors um, just on the motherboard They're, the sockets are in the motherboard i should say or a single processor which could have many cores or if you have dual processors that have many cores too so basically if you're going to have a battle with them, I guess you could say, or versus dual processor versus single processor, dual processor will obviously win because you can split up the data and get it um, processed way quicker so basically for any of you who are wondering what's dual processor and single processor and what is greater, well dual processor is probably greater, single processor for the money um... can do just a little less than what a dual processor can, but um, dual processor machines are probably going to be a little more expensive so that was just a little off topic, but uh... I wrote it down just to talk about it real quick, um, just in case anybody um, didn't know about that, so basically that was the last thing I really have to say here, and um... I have one announcement to make, and that is that our audience is growing. We are getting way more downloads, um, basically, than ever. And, um, that I want to say that I'm sorry for talking about Apple stuff all the time. I know that a lot of people, some people don't like Apple as much, and they're probably done here in these Apple episodes. But I did say that I'd be going over a lot of Apple stuff um, in the next month or so. So, I have been, obviously, but... Hopefully, I'll be able to get a hold of an Android device soon and uh, be able to talk about that and uh, Ice Cream Sandwich, so um, which is the an- new Android uh, OS, and get to use Android and get familiar with it because I do want to talk about Android because honestly, Android is an interesting uh, OS and I love iOS, but Android I want to give want to give Android a try. Okay, guys. Well, thanks for listening and remember to um, subscribe if you're not subscribed, obviously. And to keep up to date with the podcast on Twitter at Macheads Podcast and check out our website uh, www.macheadspodcast.wordpress.com. And obviously, those links will be in the info part of the podcast if you're in iTunes. And um, if you downloaded it from our website or got the links, um, you obviously already know where our website is. Well, thanks again for listening. Remember to keep downloading and keep updated with the podcast. And I will catch you next time in the next episode of Matt Kids Podcast.